what is up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Game of King Chair, episode two, where we talk about Game of Thrones, season eight. The grand finale. The grand finale. The Great War. The War for Dawn. It's almost here. Winter is here. Winter is here. And so are you, Brando. I am. The small council has convened. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had this since episode two of Podcastrophe. Yeah. Wow. And in that episode, we reviewed the entirety of season seven and a lot of the entire series. Yeah, we kind of gushed. Wow. We, yeah. <laughs> we definitely gushed. When we uh, get going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That but... was, thinking way back to that, I mean, we did that on my couch. Yeah, right. Like, and that's the only podcast that's been done on my couch. <laughs> well, and it, it, it is kind of funny because I said small council, and, I, and like, I'm trying to think, you know, I'm trying to remember in, back in the cockles of my brain what are like the, the seats on the small council. It's like this the master of laws, you know, the master of secrets, the ships, master of ships, coin. So, so, so I think, I think Blaine should be master of coin because it's kind of funny. He's like terrible he, with money, though. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 He's he's directing the ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's good to be here though, guys. It's really good to be back. Uh, I wanted to be here last week even, but uh, I was I was still recovering pretty pretty bad from a from a pretty bad cold. I don't know if yeah. you can still hear it in my voice. Uh, it's ex- being ex- expelled from my body uh, still, but I'm yeah, but I'm good enough to be here. We're we're glad you're here. Yeah, I, I definitely uh, I caught the last. You know what's funny? Like uh, I saw you guys were live. I was doing something. I'm like, I need to like, tune in. As soon as I click that thing, I hear Nick say, "Well, I think that's about it." Like, oh, okay. Damn it! Missed the whole damn thing. There well, was quite a bit of well, Brando said. Well, Brando. <laughs> that's said. what I just told him before we uh, before we got off work. I was like, sweet. I won't have to like paraphrase and like retell your stories. And I can theories. paraphrase myself. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I once said this this week. <laughs> once upon a time. Dude, we've said a lot of stuff this week. Mm-hmm. Like, we've had, I mean, we're doing this on Thursday this time. Mm-hmm. This is its own episode. It's not an episode of Podcastrophe. And, like, we've had time to mold this over. We, we've had a lot of time to discuss our theories and uh, gush and uh, talk about who's, who's going to die next episode. Yeah. Who's going to live, who's going to die. There's going to be a lot of death. There's going to be a lot of death. I definitely want to go through the entire list in a, you know, safe or not. Mm-hmm. I just got done listening to that on the Kind of Funny Review. Did they do that? They did a whole, Damn they man. they went as far as uh, Lady Calstark. <laughs> what? Yeah. Lady <laughs> Carstark, you mean? Carstark, yeah. Sorry. Oh. That's, that's even what they said. I didn't even know she was there. When it, when I hear it on the show, I hear Cal Stark. Costark. Yeah, okay. Costark. Okay. Yeah. I Silly American. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking cultureless swine. (laughs) Yeah, they even went as far as, like, naming her off. They named, uh, they even went Ghost. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, Arya's direwolf. Oh, I saw, yeah. A fun question popped up that I, you know, there's definitely going to be some brand warging. Like, it's definitely going to happen. Do you think it's going to happen this time? Do you think that this this big battle, like, I mean, if we're gonna do something crazy like warg into the Night King, I don't think that's gonna happen this yeah. time. But what 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 if he wargs into Viserion? Do you think he's? I don't even know if he's gonna warg. I feel like that was a brand thing, and he's three eyed Raven now. But they've already gone through such such lengths to explain to us that he's able to do it. Oh uh, yeah, true. 
But and they do kind of leave things off the he table. He actually did warg into like 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 a, like a crow or a raven. <laughs> yeah, you're right. At the end of last season when he saw the You're right. The okay. Dust wall. So, I, so he I definitely take, does still do it. I take back that stupid statement. Uh no, <laughs> dude, like I this this episode has been coming for 8 years. And I think it it totally went over most people's heads that I've been seeing on the internet where everyone's like God, another episode of just talking. I'm like, no. I really like the dragons and the fighting yeah, and the action. But part of what makes it a good show is the talking. This what, is the goodbye. This what is... show have you been watching for the last eight years? Yeah, no kidding. Boobs, man. They want boobs and they want fucking people <laughs> getting gruesome deaths. There's and only I... like four or five like even actual battles throughout the entire show. Yeah. Most of it's talking, positioning, boobs. And uh, betrayal. And betrayal. And, yes. and then some yes. wieners, which we haven't seen any wieners this season. Apparently we saw a venereal uh, Hodor wiener, and I don't remember that part. I do. I think I remember that. Um, it was a while ago, but he we yeah, had it. It was another uh, <laughs> uh, dialogue-heavy episode, which, I mean, we're, we're at the end game of, uh, <laughs> of Game of Thrones. See how I did that? Uh, um, so I was fine with it, and I think yeah. that, I mean, we've the first episode, you're like, okay, we got all the talking out of the way. It's like, now we've done... We've done all the talking we could possibly do. The episode ends with at least in Winterfell. They're yeah. there. Yeah, there was I'm, no. I'm uh, sure the King's Landing can do a lot more talking. There was no King's Landing. No. Mm-hmm. Totally. And, and you know what? When they do these big battles, like uh, um, Battle of the Bastards is a little bit different. But when when they did the Battle of uh, Blackwater and when they did the Battle at the Wall with against Man's Raider, mm-hmm. they that battle was just confined to that episode. They didn't go jumping around. It was just there. Yes. And I really hope this is the same way. Even though we didn't get any Cersei or King's Landing last episode, I don't want that this episode. Oh, I think, oh definitely. I think there's enough characters to bounce around. Oh, definitely. Uh, Certainly. Oh, yeah. That they don't need to do that. No, we... So, what else do we have to... I mean, what else do we have to wrap up in King's Landing right now? Mm-hmm. We're just... They are waiting for the results... Of what's about to happen. Exactly. I mean, the most action we got in this episode was Arya. Absolutely. <laughs> and no, I mean, not not even just Arya and uh, Gendry, uh, but like her fucking throwing the daggers. You know, that was cool. <laughs> that was cool. And not, not, not the action I want. And Gendry, you got she, it a couple scenes later. Creepy. She Arya. Arya's gotten pretty creepy. But yeah, no, you. I mean, you, you see Gendry's face like. <laughs> She just did that. <laughs> what about the dude that's sitting right next to the beam? Right. <laughs> right. He's just chilling out, you know, like, oh, crap. <laughs> then another, and then another. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, not not even the sex stuff, because I honestly don't fucking care about yeah, that stuff. Yeah. But just the way she's talking to people, I'm like, are you? Like, you're so fucking cold. Mm-hmm. Like, And I get it. You've all been through some stuff. You know, Tormund's keeping his sense of humor. You <laughs> yes, know? yes. Why can't everyone else? Oh man, Tormund was a highlight of this episode. <laughs> Absolutely, Just plowing into Jon Snow. Alcohol, because no good story starts with milk, <laughs> except that one time. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I suckled at it. <laughs> no, this episode was really cool because this is probably more than likely the last time one you're going to see these characters. A and, lot of you're, you're not, you're, this is the last time you're going to see these guys in a normal setting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, just being themselves. Because from here on out, it's all going to be fighting for their lives. It's definitely the calm before the storm. Yes. Like, it definitely feels like that. It, I really like that, um, you know, like, like right, right before we went on air, like, mentioned it, li- likened it, like, Mass Effect. 
or something. And I can remember in like almost kind of like a Mass Effect 3 right before the end where you just walk around and there's this like this weird kind of like tonal uh, music behind everything. And it's like you're talking to everybody for what seems like the very last time. Because a lot of people assume that they're going to die. Exactly. Yeah. Like, well, and it like even though Mass Effect Two is a suicide mission, this is it. You're you're on ground zero. You are you know surrounded to the brim with enemies. Of course, the, with, with this, you know the dead is coming, and you're just like one by one, like talking and like saying what needs to be said. Or how, how like in this show, it's like how are you spending those moments? And each character kind of does their own thing. Uh, some of them hang out together, trade stories with about killing <laughs> giants and. You know, drinking what wine is left there. And then also you have, uh, like, you know, like, what, what I like with so many characters together, which is so weird for this show, is that you have scenes with certain characters right after you have scenes with other characters. Like, there were three scenes with Jamie in a row. Mm-hmm. Like, with the whole trial, and then a, him with, uh, was it uh, Tyrion? And mm-hmm. then him with Brienne. All right in a row. And you got all those. And then almost the same with Arya. You had the scene with Arya, and then he, then she sat with the Hound, you know, kind of kind of you know, brings that partnership back into play just, just for a little bit. And then, uh, of course, you know, mm-hmm. her big scene with, with, you know, with Gendry. But there's a lot of characters that have that here, saying what needs to be said or just and, – and then you see with different people, how are they dealing with this? Like, they're coming, they're, and they're going to be here before the dawn, right? Hmm. So a couple people setting up there, like the Hound and uh, and Barrick, yeah, right? sitting there by themselves drinking, and then you have the group within the like the hall in front of the fireplace drinking mm-hmm. and talking and uh, either telling yeah. you know, great great stories or just even just sitting in quiet solace, you know, you know it's this episode had a feel and 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 I'm really getting irritated uh, and and this has been the same for the past two weeks, like like you said nothing's happened. It's like well actually this is the most yeah. A lot has happened. Like, there's a lot of full circle in this episode, and, and I've been saying this all week. Uh, and I can bring it so with like uh, starting off with Jamie, full circle with Jamie. He he rode back into Winterfell, not the same man that he rode in in episode one. One of my favorite things that was pointed out to me was so that first episode mirrored the first episode of the season mirrored the first episode of the show in many yeah. many different oh, ways. Yeah. The way that Jamie rolls in and pulls off his hat is exactly the same. Except this time, his hair isn't blonde. His hair is real dark. So, and and he's the one, you know, he told Cersei. He's like, I'm not, you know, like, it doesn't matter if the Lannisters are sitting over, you know, ashes. Like, this is a battle for the, for the living, not a battle for the Lannisters. And I love small shit like that that just kind of sneaks through. Yeah. That, that he's not the same character that he was. And yes, he... And he made the joke about fucking his sister. Mm-hmm. You know, like, times were simpler. And he goes, when I was fucking my sister? You know, like, like <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, I, really, I I like that trial scene. Because uh, now, now we have Daenerys center. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's actually a really, a really good point of note. Because, well, before in the first episode, it was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know, because you kind of had John with Daenerys on one side and then Sans on the other. And then uh, now it's it's kind of like the tone has changed. She she specifically refers to John as Warden of the North. Yes, which is not a that's not a you're in the, you're in control leadership. Not right now because the Queen's here. Yeah, yeah. That's a which it should be in Sansa's eyes. It should be he's the King in the North. 
picture. But he, she, and I think she, she definitely said that with some bite to it. Um, and then, you, uh, so you got that. You got Brienne sticking up for Jamie, and then you got fucking Bran. <laughs> the things we do for love. Damn, <laughs> bro. Did the look on his face was like not now? Oh, oh no, oh no. You, you, oh, we're here it gets brought up. You know, it's over. But then he doesn't. He doesn't bring it up at all. Yeah, everybody's just looking at Bran like, God what? damn, really again? <laughs> you you cryptic motherfucker. You're just like, gonna sit there and we say finally shit. get you out of the courtyard and you're still doing this shit. <laughs> Bran never warms up. He's always cold. <laughs> <You know? sighs> so the trial. Let, let's get into the trial a little bit, cause yeah. um I wasn't terribly satisfied. Um I, I know we have a whole lot of shit to condense. Like we don't have a whole lot of time. Um, and and John Snow's like body language and um, just how he says like we well, can use all the men we can get. Yeah. Like you can tell he's just like one. I just found out I'm Aegon, Aegon Targaryen. That's weighing heavy, and I'm and I'm sitting next to my aunt. Yeah. <laughs> that a fuck. Do you see that meme that when your aunt gets you a perfect pair of socks for Christmas and then it's them kissing? Well, and the thing is, is that like, you know, maybe even more so to him, it's like he's thinking about the conundrum even more so than the relation. But the conundrum of like, I just swore fealty to her. And now I, I am this. This is if this this is going to cause problems. And she's the one that is is so um she wants it's it's the line like I'm the queen because because that is the way that it is mm-hmm. and John doesn't fucking care about that yeah. shit at all like it, at no point is he saying like oh how am I gonna break it that I'm the I'm that I'm the king like he doesn't want to be the king he doesn't fucking care no. um so yeah there's definitely I mean John's always been really just fucking bad at this thing like he's a great guy and he's fucking badass. But he just, but, I mean, he did get himself killed being a good guy. And yeah. he, he's, you know, he's yeah. trying to fucking do it again. And, again, like, no one has brought up the whole fact that they're related and fucking, because no one fucking cares. But, like, the first thing out of Danny's mouth is, throne. oh, you're trying to take my throne. It's like, if I'm going to be your, if I'm going to be your husband and you're going to be my wife, then it doesn't fucking matter. We're both in charge anyway. Yeah. But, but he doesn't care. Yeah, he, he doesn't. doesn't care. He just wants to live. And that was my next point was like none of this shit matters. We can use all the men we can get. Dead or coming. None of this matters. Why are we arguing about this? Dead or coming. He is out of all the kids, even though his true parent is Yeah, been but he's one of the kids still. He is the most Ned Stark out of all of them. Yes. Absolutely. And it shows. It, it showed in season mm-hmm. seven when the queen is like, mm, okay, fine. If you will stay out of this. Then he's like, "It's fine." He goes, "I, I can't won't. do that." Because yeah. Cersei knows for damn sure that it led Ned, that Ned is honorable to his death. Yeah, and he sees that, and she sees it in John. She's like, "He's not going to do anything dishonorable ever," and he doesn't. I mean, he did kind of break his vows, didn't he? Yeah, fuck Igret. But they told him to. They're like, "You go do what you have to do." <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, no, John's. Who else is going to find out? What happens behind the wall stays behind the wall. Exactly, <laughs> right? That's what they say. And then, yeah. and then he married her in real life. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, that That's is cute. cool. Uh, but, okay, so like, so there's John, and of course, John wants nothing but to get the hell away. He does, 
he uh, what they did in the first episode where they you're there for the entire episode 50 minutes you know 54 minutes whatever and you're like when are they gonna tell him mm-hmm. when are they gonna mm-hmm. tell him and it's right at the very end and then and, and now it's like okay what's gonna happen now when are they gonna address this and they don't until the very end you know and, and they they're do doing it they're doing a really good job of stringing it along yes and then they can get away with it because there's so many other characters and plot points mm-hmm. to even touch upon and let you forget about it while you're enjoying those moments yep. like these cliffhangers that they're giving us with this John Targaryen shit. Yeah. They're not even making me mad. <laughs> like, no. like, cause there's just like, like you said, there's just so much going on and he could do, and you, and you, and you was funny because we talked about how, how honorable he is and how truthful he is to the people that he cares about. Right. And even to like true to his word, you know, there they are in that moment. And he knows that if he keeps his mouth shut, she is going to fight alongside him. They are good to go. There's no tension. Right. But instead, they're there together. She, of course, she seeks him out, right? Yeah. She's and he like, can't help himself. Well, no. He he's he's been avoiding her. He's been avoiding her. Oh, because there's that moment where he kind of he kind of brushes past her, and you see. And oh yeah, he. They, they point on her face and go. He like, skips hey. town. She is like the fuck. Yeah. What he the fuck skips town twice on her. Yeah. But she just went through. They just went th- through the whole spiel with Sansa about how much Danny loves John and everything. And they make the point to say that she said, the only thing I've wanted my whole life is to get that throne, and nothing else mattered until I met John. Okay, that's what you said. He manipulated and you me. Said, so you said that the only thing that matters to you is getting that throne because it's what you fucking deserve. And then John came along, and guess what? But every he took your heart and your throne. And every single yeah. time that her throne is sort of challenged, she gets very defensive and her demeanor changes. She, for as a lovable character and caring of a character that she is, the moment that, like, she has a very, she has a mean streak. Yeah. She does. And it's like. And her whole, whole image of her life is, is twisted in that moment. Like, yeah, you're not actually, this isn't, this isn't your part, you know? It's challenging for her because is her love for him greater than her, love for the restoration of, or what or for what her what she's been striving for for the last eight years i would be surprised and very happy if she if she if she let john do what he needs to do didn't make a big deal out of it or whatnot but i don't think she's gonna i think i think we're gonna see i wouldn't be surprised if we see a danny turn a heel turn yeah from danny <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be an abandonment on the battlefield. That would absolutely shock me because a couple people have brought that up. Like, what if Danny just gets her dragon and gets the fuck out when this goes sour? I'm like, I don't see that happening at all. No, uh, if anything, uh, because of the way that they set this episode up uh, with them dangling that carrot, you know, because there's some people like, what if one of them dies in the episode? I'm like, you know, I think those two characters are relatively safe because they need to settle that and they're not going to settle that arguing on a battlefield because they're, they're going to be too distracted. Yeah. It, it, it's going to come up in the aftermath when whatever's happened has happened and dust has kind of settled and things have calmed down enough for them to like sit there at one, you know, because there's three episodes after this and two of them are long ones, just like this one. They're all, they're all 80 minutes now. Are they? We've already got Even our two, episode. we've already got the two shorts and the next three are between 80 and 90 minutes. And so we have like time for them to have that kind of conversation. So what does this mean? You yes. know, 
And I think that would happen more so than I don't think because they they meant so much to like to express how much Danny feels for 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 John. And of course, in the first episode, Sansa right out. Did you do it for the North or did you do it because you love her? And I'm so fucking sick of people questioning Jon Snow. <laughs> he has never, ever done anything to make anyone not trust him. Am I wrong? No. Yeah, you're right. Like, you're right. everyone is so untrusting of Jon, and, and, and especially from fucking Sansa. I would look at her and be like, what the fuck are you talking about, bitch? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Do you know what I've been through to protect these people? To, ah, to get to the heart. But, yeah. I mean... I don't know. Too, I'm totally just devil advocating Danny, <laughs> Danny being a mad queen, but I don't see that necessarily happening. But it's definitely going to be like a point of contention because obviously with with the oncoming threat and they we had a lot of cool scenes and then again I mentioned full circle that we have wonder of like you know character arts kind of came full circle here and one of those was Brienne. Mm-hmm. She's gone. I have no uh, faith that she. What else? What else is left? I mean, right, what else do we right. need? What else do we need from Brian? Is my thing. Like a lot of people are saying, Jamie's gonna die. No, no, no. He's still Jamie. Got Jamie is. He has to. I, I think he is going to finish things with Cersei. He has to. That, that it has to end. Like Cersei and Jamie are gonna see each other again. Yeah, they're gonna. He's I not agree. gonna go fucking. He's not gonna die out there. But you know, your barracks. Your Tormans, mm-hmm. like Barrick's fucking dead. Uh, he's, he's definitely yeah. dead. Grey Worm. Oh, that was this. That was the worst. Talking about going off to a sunny oh, yeah. vacation afterwards. I'm like, you oh, are you, signing you're your so death dead. certificate. You're so dead. <laughs> oh, he's gonna be thinking about this. Bro, you're dead. The sandy Bro. titties, and he's gonna. He's not gonna be able to do it. The whole Brienne. You get that phantom boner. <laughs> the whole Brienne deal. Uh, the scene with Brienne and Jamie after she stood up for him. And then he's going out to talk to her. And I love her reaction. She gets a little like, what are you doing? He's like, what do you mean? He's like, it's the longest we've been together without you putting me down. I thought that was very, very forced. I get it. But I don't know what's going on with that scene. Well, I feel like she is feeling like, what? where are you coming from with this? You came here by yourself, turning your back on the person you love. And you're here. And now you're talking to me. It's like, because every time, even though they've had their journey and they had everything, Jamie always kind of carries himself a certain way around her, even though he does, he, he's good to her, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part. Uh, because the last meeting with the whole blackfish thing, yeah, there's sort of a arrogant type thing with, with, with Jamie. I got to hear him here. I got to do my job, all that kind of stuff. But now we're here and Jamie's like, look, you, like throughout everything, it's like, I'm here to, I, I, I want to fight with you. If I'm mm-hmm. here by myself, you know, who else out here is Jamie wanting like would want to share that battlefield with as far as like someone who can trust them to have his back? It's, That's true, right? And it's like if I'm gonna be here and I'm gonna fight and pull my weight, I want to do it with you. And you know what? Take charge. Do what you do, because she has nothing to prove for him. He knows no. what she, he, he knows what she is and how badass she is. And and I really like that. And then that comes into play later when. They're talking about like you know knights and how she's not one and how she's like, I I don't really want that anymore. It's like bullshit. Right. That is the most bullshit statement. That is the most. That is something that she's always wanted. Mm-hmm. And, and they buck tradition. 
Uh, yes, exactly. There's, there's a big theme of bucking tradition. And I love that because, of course, uh, even with this fantasy realm, women are seen and treated. I mean, they're strong women, Brienne. The whole, this whole story is 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 about women empowerment. There's so much. Yes. Of it. The main the main characters that we're dealing with right now, yeah, Cersei, Danny. You know, yeah, exactly. Like, it, there's a bunch of very strong women, and in um, Sansa as well. Yes, right, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but absolutely. Not, but also think about just like in general, just how, how like how they're viewed within the society and all that kind of things. Yep. And here's Brienne. She's kind of like this. Uh, you person on like even within uh you know where she's from and everything and well it's eh, not really accepted so mm-hmm. she kind of bucks that and then Jamie okay I'll knight you yeah, and then you get that and and you know while you said you know you thought that scene was forced I thought the scene with her being knighted you like she did such a great job with that scene because you could see like the tears no I loved I loved that that scene was great and like. You know, of course, we had all the torment talk, and he's trying to pretty much whip his dick out and say, "I'm bigger than Jamie." Yeah, yep, but know? at the same time, as soon as she stands and and then he is like, he is the first one to like cheer her on. You know, like yeah, Jamie, and because Jamie just did it, but you would think he'd be like, and that's such an interesting. Like we were talking about the way that women, the women are viewed, um, and torment. They respect the living shit yes. out of strong women. Yeah, that's yes. why he likes Brienne because he's like, oh, the big woman. this southern girl, she <laughs> fucked the big a- woman. That's yeah, like the second you know? thing that he says when he gets back. You know, he tackles John and hugs him. He's so Is glad the to see him. Still here? The big woman here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but yeah, that's another full circle thing. And of course, it's like after that, of course, it's like, well, she's probably gonna die. Uh, yeah, but you know, full circle. Why? Of course, then you have. Uh, that same sort of feeling with, you know, even with Arya and Gendry, it's like, uh, I, I almost want to call my wife the master of ships because she's been shipping that damn thing ever since the beginning. Oh yeah. And then of oh, course yeah. it happens. And it's like, I have seen so many people being like, Oh, they're going to end up together. I'm like, I don't see that. No, I think this was maybe because that kind of goes against Arya's whole character demeanor. I don't see her like settling in. For anybody, I think she's kind of like a, a wanderer. After I this. can, Arya's the Arya's one of the only Starks I can see going down. Like I don't, I don't see a reason for Sansa to die. Like if it's like just an overall takeover and yeah. everyone's fucking murdered, okay. But you know, Sansa's not going to see battle. Like Arya's going to go fucking fight, and yeah. I'm real scared. I'm real scared for her. But I want her. Like they're she's, really building up Clegane Bowl. Yeah, but. I th- I think I would be more satisfied with Arya's getting her final kill against the Mountain because that would be fucking. And I don't know, I don't know why I want that so bad. Just because he's definitely on the list. So Cersei, but it's like, well, it's no one else's fuck. You know, other people are going to deal with Cersei. So would you want the like the the Clegane Bolt to happen because Arya decides to go after him, and then and he's the one that saves her, and then it's like a handicap match: it kinda, the Hound yeah. and Arya against the Mountain. And so, like, we we get the Clegane Bowl. Fuck. And, and then we both win. And yeah. then everybody wins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've never. I we did, win. <laughs> I got chills from that. Oh, that'd be badass. Either way, if the, <laughs> if the Hound and him are fighting and Arya comes in or the other way around, oh, that would be so good. So, while we're talking about Arya, and no, we're not going into that. <laughs> <laughs> what, have you guys noticed that they're phantom menacing us? 
Oh, with the staff. She's like, yeah, she comes out with the staff. And on the paper, you see something different. It breaks apart. So much like the Phantom Menace, the first time you see Maul, like with his lightsaber, it's just one. And and you're like, okay, he's just a regular guy. And (laughs) And then later on, boom, boom. Whoa, he's got double lightsaber. I guess you don't see the double till the end, do you? No, you don't. But you do notice that he that it's really long. It's in the it's trailer. Longer, yeah. It was in the trailer. Which you, but yeah, that's an interesting point because my head goes you see it in the trailer, but you don't see the double side till the very end. No, not in the movie. Dude, we could do a whole episode <laughs> about how much I love that scene. I know you've heard me go into it. Oh, uh, every drunk catastrophe. <laughs> every one so far. It's that is like the shining Okay, sorry. We can't. We're not. We're not getting into that right. But now. I, I feel like we're gonna get that because we've only we've only seen uh, Gendry present it to her, and she's like, "Oh fuck yeah, yeah." And it's just a staff though, with the fucking dragon glass dagger at the end of it, you know. And I think in the fight, we're gonna it's gonna come down to it. she's kicking some ass with it, and then just she's got two of them. She's you know, break uh, bust that thing apart, and she's kicking ass with you know, it like if we had more time i know that you said that some people have been bitching about jamie not having a blade on his hand <laughs> and so like dragging glass hands i, I, I was just saying this well, so so aria had her scene where she she busts in on uh gendry you know hot and steamy from the black from blacksmithing and she, like he's like can you make this Maybe I can make that. I'm, make, I'm making a bunch of other stuff. She's like, no, you need to make this. <laughs> Somebody, some fucking pervert pointed out. Ten to me, minutes, like, ten minutes after she does that and leaves, Jamie's like, can you make this? <laughs> it's just a, it's a fucking dragon glass. If we had more time and it was like the next day because we all saw what happened after he presented the staff to Arya, you know, she pretty much like, 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 well, kind of forced her will on him. Yeah. But she did. She fucking was like, we're doing this. He's yeah. like, uh. Like, can you imagine if Jamie's like, hey, I, I, I have an idea. How about this? And he goes, look, I just have kind of like some, like, I'm not sure if I want to do this. He's like, you're a good looking guy. He's like, <laughs> he's like, no, no, no. I just, I'm a little weary of special requests lately. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My favorite. I love the, the, the dragon glass hand idea. Just, just bitch slapping them to another plane. I, I am surprised he hasn't used it as an actual weapon yet. I mean, besides. He's he he, a couple times. He's, he's used it to block. I've seen him use it to yeah. block, but I've never seen him actually use it offensively. Uh, so a dragon glass hand would be badass. That would. Do you need to be pierced with the dragon glass or just with sheer force? Because <laughs> imagine him just bitch slapping in the ice just like they shatter and like blow away. Like. Just, <laughs> well, I, I was saying if he had a dragon glass like blade for a hand, oh. there, there, there wouldn't have to be any technique they had with a it. Hand, no hand like at this. all. They just no hand at all. It's just a fucking stump, like, a fist, or a pointer finger. <laughs> yeah, just a pointer. Just a fucking pointer. <laughs> just poking, poking the, poking the. All, if like, it's all a blade, you can swing and yeah. poke. Yeah, you know? but I mean, there, there wouldn't have since they just technically have to be like you know sliced, pierced, whatever. Just swing Finger that thing. poke of doom. Swing that thing around wildly. And all of a sudden. Great idea. You know, like, and, and now we have three stooges, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right? And they're right within our Game of Thrones. <laughs> this is why I shouldn't direct Game of Thrones. <laughs> this is the shit I think of. So the director of this episode is the same as Hard Home and Battle yeah. of the Bastards. Mm-hmm. That's um, awesome. The one that's coming up? Nutter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Mr. Nutter. He's a real nutter. But you know what? It, it's it, awesome that that he did direct uh, Battle of the Bastards, and then he's directed these these other two that are more 
like different and it's yeah. a completely different feel. That that shows a lot of like this you know. one, the the um a knight of the seven realms, the current episode two. Uh it's like seven kingdoms. Seven kingdoms. kingdoms, yeah, sorry. Um it's been directed by someone who's also directed, I think like eight or ten other episodes mm-hmm. throughout the series. Oh, yeah. so, they yeah. keep they keep it they're pretty a consistent. Veteran. Veteran. So it's like they're <sighs> this season's just gonna be so good. <laughs> I'm excited I mean, it's only slightly, slightly not Game of Thrones. I'm excited for them to go do the Star Wars stuff next. Yeah, I want to see what they're going to do. And with that, they it was brought up to Kathleen Kennedy, Knights of the Old Republic, and shit like that, and she didn't like dismiss it. So she would be very smart to not dismiss it, dude. That would be great. And you've got you got two. You got you got Johnson doing his trilogy, and then you got them, a fucking Knights of the Old Republic by the Game of Thrones guys. It would be perfect because it wouldn't. Go in line with anything else. It wouldn't cross any sabers. It wouldn't, you know. It, 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 you know, you're not, you're not mucking with anything that happens within this mm-hmm. this ongoing saga they have. It's completely separate. You can do whatever you want. Yep. And have complete freedom. Yep. I saw uh, while we're on the subject of Benioff and Weiss doing stuff. Uh, I saw a trailer for a new Will Smith movie called Gemini Man, mm-hmm. and Benioff's involved. Really, he did really? the screenplay. He in story. And all that, and it's this movie. I, I don't want to veer too far off Game of Thrones, but mm-hmm. uh, it's this movie where Will Smith is basically uh, at odds with a younger version of himself. Mm-hmm. Like they basically cloned him, and it's and he they they didn't tell him his his main target is himself. Oh fuck! Okay. That's and then, weird. like they're they're they've slow they're slowly finding like he knew my every move before I do it. Like they both are saying this to like they're like immediate superiors or whoever's around and then they i guess find out you know i've actually saw the trailer and kept scrolling i'm gonna, I'm gonna have to I, I shared it yesterday i think i know i just uh, didn't watch it I didn't watch it it, 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 it actually looks pretty cool because they de-aged will smith there you go that's de-aging everybody we now. have the technology now we do now right. back. Let's, yeah let's, let's get back let's get back, back to it um, um, where exactly where we, were we at? Jump, jump, jump. What else? We, we we're jumping around. Yeah, jumping a little jump. bit, a little bit, but that's we, okay. We just yeah. we cocaine bold. That's what we just did. Um, what else technically is going on? Oh, this is a point. Uh, jumping back to the first episode that I didn't that we didn't realize that we yep. didn't talk about. We did. We did a lot of gushing um, last week. <laughs> so when they're sitting there and they're doing the whole like uh, when Danny and Sansa and John they're first talking and Bran goes, hey. We got other things to focus on. <laughs> and he says, he's got one of your dragons. Yeah. He's got Dan- one of your dragons. They're Danny through the wall. They're on no. their way. Yeah, no. Shut up. And how did she react? <laughs> Didn't. Ball dropped. Well, uh, well, here's the thing. Uh, ball dropped. Out. You ball saw dropped. the look on her face. She was like, what? But it didn't look like a, like a, like, <laughs> he's got one of your dragons. Whoa, 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 what? My kid? What? <laughs> Maybe she just thought, like, he Killed one of them. Well, he, he said he's one of them now. Yeah. Did he actually say that? He did. He yeah. said he has one of your dragons. He's one of them now. Uh, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, there wasn't a huge reaction, especially for how much he says that they're they are her children. Yeah. Um, weird weird ball drop. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the only thing I wanted to point out because one of my favorite guys, I'll give him a shout out, Preston Jacobs. He does some of the best analysis for Game of Thrones. He, uh, he gloats that he's read the books four or five times through and he does comparison videos where like he does, he does a series called what you missed 
and goes through every single episode and compares what's happening to what happens in the books. He's a fantastic guy, and he points out all sorts of crazy shit. Awesome. And he pointed that out to me. He pointed out, like, like, yeah, he she just found out that one of her babies is now a fucking zombie, and she didn't do anything. She didn't react at all. There's actually a scene that got cut, from what I understand, on last week's episode, after the big dragon ride, but like, between the two. And uh, they're kind of racing in, a, in, like, a kind of a way. And then they end up landing near one of, uh, like, a hunting land, like, where John Hunt like, used to hunt when he was a kid. And the and then he says the line, "Well, you've completely ruined horses for me." And then they're walking, and then it cuts, like. And I since I've read this, I, I watched that for pretty closely. And it cuts pretty bad, where it, it's actually one of the most least professional cuts I've ever seen. Like, it's like in the show. Why did you do that? Well, and it's because he slipped. Oh, <laughs> he slipped, and but right before he slipped, he said the line. It's like he knew exactly where I wanted to go. Hmm. And that is something that people are like, that is actually a pretty cool line to have in because that because that includes like he didn't tell uh you know Rogal, Rhaegal, is that his name? Rhaegal. Rhaegal. The one named after his father. Rhaegar. Uh so he didn't tell him where to go. He didn't guide him. As if you saw, he's kind of holding on for dear life. <laughs> yeah. He's sort of like oh, Leo. I, I still love that interaction of him of her telling Yeah. Like, yeah. where do I grab? Wherever you can. Yeah. yeah. What if what if I die? I, it was nice knowing I, I've you. I've enjoyed your company, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he, he says that, and then some, you know, somebody pointed out that I, uh, the, the, you know, that I read somewhere that it's like it explains why Drogon came to her when she got attacked by the Sons of the Harpy. It's like all mm-hmm. of a sudden he's here to save her. Like there's some sort of mental link. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, that makes total sense. And it's like you know what? That's awesome, and I wish they wouldn't have cut it out. I wish they could have done another take. <laughs> where, yeah. Where he, you know, where where he could have said it because right as soon as it like. You can kind of see, he said, you, you've completely ruined horses for me. And, like, he's walking up, and it cuts. And they're both sort of, like, have, like, a little smile on their face. Like, they're laughing that maybe he just slipped or something. How the fuck do you mess something like that up? And it's like, and, but then going into this, it's like, of course, then in that scene, you know, this is before he's told, right? Before he, he's told anything. Mm-hmm. And then the dragons are looking right at him. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we know, motherfucker. We know. We can smell it. Yeah, um, it's it, not. It's not a. It's not a. You're fucking our mom thing. It's a. <laughs> it's a. You're one of us. Exactly. Kind of thing. And not just you know. And not just a a like a a Targaryen, but a a dragon. Yeah. Within like the terms of the uh, like of the Targaryen, and going you know. So it's like, what's going to happen going into the next episode, where like, are they going to run off, like to their dragons and go get them? Or are they going to like start there? Is like because it almost seems like they've been ready, they've been preparing them, they've been waiting all night, so they got to know what they want to do. It's not like it's they just showed up and they're completely unprepared. Uh, so I want to know. It's like we in the, like in the preview, we see John on foot, looking like he has maybe a cut in his face or blood in his face from something, and he looks like he's getting ready to get down to business. What if he is absolutely threatened? Would one of the dragons come to his aid? Yes, absolutely. And it, you know, you said, you know, her reaction, like, like you're coming after my throne. What does this mean? Is she going to run away? Do you think she would see that? And that would mean a lot more than just him telling her who she, who he is. And, and of course it's like, I can almost see why he, him saying that would come off to her as like, I don't, how, how, oh, because you said, you know, about, about, oh, your brother and your friend, of course, how convenient. Yeah. Are, you, are you just trying to take this now? Are you just trying to like, Say you're this, and then that 
ultimately, like, the actions of the dragon. I mean, the signs have already been there. I mean, well, sure. The, the dragon le- allowed him to touch it. In the first place. In the first get place. On yeah. and, and, and I think that's kind of one of the things that made her fall in love with him. Mm. Well, Which, you want to hear a real fun theory? Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, wait a minute. You might have fucking. You might have been the one to tell me. It might be one of your fucking theories. <laughs> Here we go about <laughs> about John getting iced by Viserion or something, mm-hmm. and he doesn't burn. Yeah. And Danny sees that and yeah. he goes, "That was my fucking trick. Like <laughs> I'm the unburnt. So if you're fucking unburnt too, because John is both ice." And fire. Yeah. yeah so was, he can get she's like, iced by the dragon. She's like, okay. I'm the mother of dragons. You can't be mother of dragons. And then, Oh, I'm not. And I'm then, the fucking daddy of dragons, and then, bitch. <laughs> Davos is like, <clears throat> father. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Believe you be the father. <laughs> Davos is be like, when did you level up, man? You just unlocked a whole new tier. <laughs> Dude, I love Davos so much. Yes. And I just want to gush on the, on the one scene where he's like feeding the feeding the townspeople, feed, you know, feeding the more poor. And that girl comes up with a scar on her face that mm. reminds me so much of Shireen. Mm-hmm. And there's that, oh God, he's such a good actor. And you can just kind of see where he sees it. And, and, and nothing is said. Not a word is said. But you know. But you know. And she's like, I want to fight. He's like, I can see that you do. Right. <laughs> he's right. like, and indulges her, yeah, and then convinces her that there's a, a safe way for her to be a hero. Oh, uh, Davos is so amazing, and what what I'm scared of is him actually dying because he, yeah, he he's an advisor and he's not really needed unless we lose some other advisors. Yeah, like Basende, like well, well, where's Varys at? Varys is pretty fucking absent. He's in and the he, fucking crypt is where he's going to be. And they're not doing it as much in the show, but I'll, I'll give you a little book. Very, we're talking like when you talk about cra- like politics and you talk about backroom meetings and shit. Mm-hmm. That is Varys. Yeah. And Var- like, there's a good chance that Varys is back on a ship back in fucking Essos <laughs> because he's such, a, he's such a slimy fucking character. I don't think, I don't think he is. He is a slimy character. I mean, I mean, I don't think he's on his. You know, I, I think he's. There. But what? I, but what I'm. What I'm saying is, is like, there's a good chance he's not even fucking there. You know, he's got plans. We're, we've got the Golden Company coming. What about the Second Sons? There's multiple sellsword companies over in Asus. Yeah. And who's uh, who's his uh, who's the other guy that Varys was dealing with over in Asus? The one that uh, initially was sold Danny and and oh Sarah's. that king or the whatever he was. The other fucking fat rich guy. Yeah. What is his name? I don't know. That was season one. I know. He plays a huge, huge role in the books, too. And okay. he's still alive. What the fuck is his name? We're uh, talking episode one, guys. Yeah, yeah I know, man. It's way God back. damn. Um, yeah. Haven't seen him at all. You know what? If, you saw him at the, in the first episode for like a minute. That would be so interesting because, all right, let's theorize now that they lose, right? Which Fair I, assumption. They're going to lose. That's my thought. They're I think they're going to lose. The only question is how many die, and I think a fair right. amount, and I think enough of them are going to survive, and they're going to fall back, right? So then, like, what if he is gone and Danny didn't tell John that Varys was gone? That Varys was gone to go get get more troops. Yes. Then John would be like, "Why the fuck do you bitches?" Keep going and getting other armies and not telling me. Because that's what happened at the Battle of the Bastards. He's under a fucking literal pile of corpses. And all of a sudden, fucking from the West, you got a whole army swinging in. Like, if you had fucking told me that five hours ago, 
maybe we wouldn't be in this. Oh my gosh, shit. yes. That's when I rewatched because uh, we started from like season six, and of course we were, you know we we rewatched that. And I'm like, she had so many opportunities to to tell him, like, and 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 I can kind of understand why like she wanted to hide her dealings from like with Littlefinger because he wouldn't trust it. Yeah, but it's like I and, have connections to the Vale. If we just wait another day, they like not even they'll be here. And instead, he's like, "I must ride out by myself to save my brother who can't zigzag." That kind of gratuitous fucking violence. Like, why did he have to die? Why did he have to die? It's just like how fucking one uh, one died. Like one one dying is is integral to the story though. It is, but the way they did like it's just it was completely unnecessary vulgarity. <laughs> oh, right, right. Like he's right. just, you know, he's a, you, you can clear he you can clearly see he's he's in his death throes, but to just unnecessary. Really? <laughs> you got another he beverage? was gonna die. What's up? You got another beverage? I do. I'm I'm ready for another beverage. How are we doing on time? We're at 46 minutes. Sweet. I feel like we still got all sorts of fun stuff to talk about. What do you want? I don't care. Anything, really. Um, I'll give you the 420 juice, but I'm actually not a big fan. No. I'm, I'm, I'm okay save, with them. We saved that King of the North for the last episode. Oh, yeah. And I've got a couple. Like, the last batch of Amagong, they did three different releases. I've not done any of those yet, so... There's, I think, Queen of Dragons, Queen of the Seven Kingdoms. I don't like Queen of Dragons. No? Is that the red one or the gold one? I don't remember. Uh, it, whichever one was the sour blonde ale. That, the blonde, yeah, okay. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> sour blonde. I get it, too. She is pretty sour. Holy shit, we have one she of my is. teachers from high school in here. Oh, how's it going? She's what? like, Cer- like, Cersei's just far, like... You used to be able to empathize. She's far beyond empathizing oh, now. Oh, no, completely. Like, no. with, with her kids and stuff. And I guess it's like, oh, all, all my kids are fucking dead? I'm, I mean, I'm already, I'm already pretty fucking evil, so I'm just going to ride this shit out. Yeah. But. So, one big moment of the show was the song. Jenny's song. Jenny of Old Stones. And dive in. Yeah, so I read something yesterday where this song choice could be very you know poignant for what's could happen potentially because the song was written by one Rhaegar Targaryen I forgot about that and uh, this song uh, and forgive me because I am going to butcher and I'm going to forget because I I came here completely unprepared as far as having stuff to look at you know it's funny same we did the prequel episode with John. Yeah. And he brought all of his notes. He wrote notes for the 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 podcast. You know what? I thought about it last Didn't night. Didn't use any of them. <laughs> Didn't use any of them? Okay, so I actually thought about writing down, like, in a notepad, mm-hmm. everything. And then, of course, last night's podcast happened, which was a fucking clusterfuck of all fucks. But shout out Game Addicts Podcast. Game Addicts Podcast, yeah, that's my podcast. <laughs> it was a fucking... Yeet. Yeah. If you've ever h- experienced something called podcaster's luck. Uh, yes. Yes, I have. We've all experienced it. As in, like, anything that... It's almost like uh, Murphy's Law of Podcast. Anything Anything that that could go wrong will go go, And it it was a complete clusterfuck. But episode's up. It's good. Anyway, guys. So, the whole song, 
it, it it details the story of two Targaryens, and uh, one of them has a claim to the th- like he's like the next in line, but he, he's kind of in love with somebody, and I believe that somebody is Jenny potentially. I may be bur- like misremembering. I don't know any of it, so so dive in. It's, it's but, a popular song in the books, but then Jenny's not really like someone that would be worthy of marrying if you're going to be king. Because quite typically, kings are in that position. You're you're going to marry for for political gain of some sort. You're going to marry, uh, you know, through allegiances just to carry forth, like just like they do. Yeah. And uh, this person had a choice. Well, I can take the throne, but if I did that, I would not be able to be, uh, you know, be with Jenny. And he chooses Jenny. Uh, and so mm. then was like his brother or such takes the throne and he's trying to bring the dragons back from the dead or from not from not back from the dead I'm sorry from extinction and accidentally kills himself his brother and something else like in whether or not in summer all in like fire or whatever so obviously they weren't dragons of course but that leads up to the mad king taking the throne so the person who you least expect then who, would, who is not necessarily the next in line, but he ends up taking the throne, and it kind of leads to that. So people are wondering, and kind of like, was the song choice deliberate? As in, the, uh, as, as in a hint of, we have, in this episode, because the song ends right on John and Danny, and mm-hmm. these are the two characters that are in line for the throne. Is someone going to get this throne that we're not expecting? I think that they're... No one's probably going to agree. I think they're good enough writers that, that I think you what you're alluding to is correct. That it is a hint. Um, cause you, there's just so much shit. Like like these guys don't. These guys fucking suck. Like no, they don't. They're smart. They're smart guys. They convince a dude who and people have been trying to buy the rights to Game of Thrones for a very 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 fucking long time. Mm-hmm. So the author who wrote the fucking books made sure that these guys knew what they were talking about. <clears throat> And we've seen these hints, you know? We're talking sure. about two episodes, pretty much two hours worth of tying up loose ends. Yeah, I sure. think that's a great possibility that, that the song choice is is supposed to make you think about what's going on. And, of course, okay, so these are the two characters that have the most claim to the throne, you know? Obviously, John is now number one, you know? But then it's like, all right. So it, 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 like if the song choice is, is, is there to make you think and is like that does that mean that more uh, bad luck is in is in line for the Targaryen line and that what we could end up and of course they've also already said not like like not necessarily uh, you know you know Benioff and Vice but uh, people in the show you you know you're not gonna like this ending no they're like a lot of people they did not like this ending but then again. What show have you been watching for eight years or books have you been reading where things work out the way you want them to? They don't. So therefore, this entire story, there's this big, the legend of the prince that was promised, the myth, the, you know, here he is. His role is to get us to a certain point or what, you know. Yep. It doesn't mean that he's going to take the throne. I don't yeah. have, I don't have good thoughts for John. <clears throat> John is my favorite character. Absolutely. John is my favorite character. I don't have high hopes for him. Poor fucking guy. That is his story. His story is just, uh, 
you know, another another of Ned Stark. You know, like he's probably gonna keep doing the right thing, and he's probably gonna get fucking killed for it. You know, I don't know how I don't know how it's gonna end. And that's what's gonna be so awesome because it's gonna be so hard to predict, and we're gonna have a completely conversation next week after the battle. After we did everything is settled. No one's died yet, so I'll send this to you guys. We we printed out one of those charts. Oh, like a little <laughs> pool? Where you decide who lives and dies, and no one's died yet, so I'll send it to you guys, and we can see who comes out on top. Awesome. It's going to be fun. I look forward to that one. I'm, I mean, I think we're going to get... We can do a, a little over-under here real quick. I bet... I bet seven main characters will die in this next episode. That's a pretty solid number. It is. And I, it's it's believable in the list that we've got i think that there's i think there's 20 people that would be considered like you know if they died you'd be like oh fuck Mm -hmm. there's at least 20 25 of those kind of characters i bet we'll get fuck when i word it like that seven sounds pretty conservative (laughs) well see i was thinking six but like i'm trying to remember my own personal list because i have a couple that could definitely die here and other ones that I could see kind of kind of going on. So, like, did you want to do, like, kind of like a character by character? Let me uh, pull up a list of characters. Okay. Like a, like a really quick, like, just a really quick, like, thumbs up, thumbs down. Who do you see kind of coming out of this alive? Because there's some some that I definitely do and some that are they're, – they're gone. They're fucking gone. Yeah. Because there's another character we haven't talked about, and that's what's going to lead into this, Theon Greyjoy. Not I don't have – he's going to die. And, and I, I think if he – he says, I want to go protect Bran. If he dies protecting Bran, then that to me is about as good as a conclusion mm-hmm. to his story arc as you could possibly get. Again, what I, I, exactly what I started my points with, full circle. His whole character, he was a part of this family. And, and I love that they brought that up so much in season seven. And John, John's fucking lying to him like, you are a Greyjoy, but you're also a Stark. I know. You can be both. I love that. John is so smart. He's the only he's, Sorry. he's like the only person who fucking gets it. Like, stop! It, you don't have to have loyalty to mm-hmm. you. You don't have to be that crazy. Like, like well, because that's what got Theon to, to turn. Because he, he was so hell bent on proving himself to his daddy, who never cared. No. His dad fucking hated him no matter what. And I hope fuck. I hope Euron dies. Oh, absolutely. He's a great bad guy. But he's gonna fucking. Die. He's such a shithead. I, I love watching him on screen because he has he he has such charisma. He's he's great. Um, he's a great actor, and he does he he does a really good job. From the the guy that's in the book, the way that he's playing him, mm-hmm. he's fucking killing it. But think about you know Theon's journey, him turning on Rob, him going to Winterfell, taking Winterfell when it's being basically oversaw by a crippled boy, and uh, it just. And then, of course, him burning those his entire journey, and then him losing essentially almost you can almost see a mirror in a way of what happens with Jamie. Jamie becomes humbled when he loses his hand and becomes less of what he used to be. That happens with Theon too. Theon's his weapon was his dick. He lost that. Yep. He be, he became humbled. Wow. He became really humbled and completely different. And then he kind of came out of the ashes a little bit. And then Yara slapped him in the face or headbutted him. Yeah. Uh, after after he finally you know, and, and again with John, he's like, he has my sister. What are you doing here then? Yeah. Good go. Good. And then when he gets her, you know, she's like, "You want to go fight for the Starks?" And then he doesn't say it. She's just like, "I love it. Go right. Do it. Go." 
And that's exactly, and him coming back to Winterfell, to the place that he once took, to the family he once betrayed, because because uh, the one right deed of saving Sansa to, to himself is not enough. Right. No, he he betrayed the whole fucking family. He betrayed in in name the guy that took him as a pretty much a war trophy, but as a ward, but did not treat him any differently. No, nope. Ned Stark was such a good man. Uh, that he did not treat Theon like he was any different than one of his own sons. Mm-hmm. That and you know what? And then that's funny because when I first started watching the show, I kept getting confused and thinking like, you know, when you hear the how many children they have, I'm like, oh no, there's Theon, and someone's like, no, he's he's a Greyjoy. Oh, you're right, crap. Dude, and that's just because of how how well, yeah, you know, like and that was kind of brought forward in te- you know, you know, Ned treating him like his own. And and that's a lot that 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 shows a not a lot for Ned because then he kind of did the same for John as well just to keep him safe, mm-hmm. of course. But then of course Catelyn treating them differently. The whole family like just a name and, and bastard that kind of had that ring to it. But uh, Ned fucking that is holding it close to the fucking chest. He would rather have his wife hate him. He'd rather have his wife hate him than to put John in danger. Because he never told Catelyn no. what was going on. Nope. He would rather tell her, I slept with another woman and had a kid, than tell her the truth. Can you not Can you not believe, though, for for one second, that, you know, uh, jo- uh, Robert knew that, that Ned had a bastard, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so think about them in a pub <clears throat> on one of the down nights of the war, you know. And, of course, Robert is a glutton. You oh, know? yeah. He, I don't think that that's any different from when he was younger and fit and a badass. Uh, he's a glutton. He's got he, he's 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 betrothed to Lyanna. He's fighting a war for Lyanna. He's got women hanging all over him. He's drinking. He's having a good time. He's letting loose because he's in a fucking war. Doesn't know if he's gonna die tomorrow, right? Yeah. All right. He's confident, but he of course you're in a war. And then of course there's Ned over there by you know he's he he probably having an ale or two. And then he's like you know, hey, go. Oh, he's like, I can't, Catelyn. Fucking die tomorrow, Ned. Come on. And he didn't. He didn't want Catelyn. I don't know if that's portrayed. No, it, it, I don't know if that's portrayed in the show. It was, but in the books, it was he honor was, bound marriage. Yeah, because Catelyn was supposed to marry Brandon. Brandon, who was then, and that's what, that's what that's what started the war. Yeah, he, he was killed. He was he was killed well, hard. Well, <laughs> it, like it was the it, it was Lyanna's kidnapping, right, or mm-hmm. taking, and then yeah. the death. Or, or was it the other way around? I'm trying to remember exactly how it happened. Just think, though, if Liana would have actually gone through with the marriage with Robert, they were betrothed. She would have just been another Cersei. Maybe not as evil and maniacal and all that, but she would have just been miserable. And Robert would have still been Robert. Maybe, because I don't know. I, I don't know how many details there are about how much uh, whoremongering he did before. Because an interesting theory is that because of what happened with Liana, mm-hmm. he that is what because he still talked because Cersei bitch yeah. he's talked he talked about Liana for years so he loved Liana couldn't have Liana and then like, I don't fucking love Cersei I, can I don't see him fucking care not about Cersei. sleeping with them but I can also see him like enjoying the company absolutely like, them drinking having a good time and then you have like. You know, Ned's tired, and he tries to get, like, Ned laid or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he goes up with a girl. They don't do anything. I just don't think uh, the, the argument that Liana would have faced the same fate as Cersei. I don't think so, because I think Robert legitimately cared for Liana. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. wasn't a... He loved her. 
that wasn't a typical um like so much. you have to marry this person for this reason. She didn't necessarily love Robert and like within the same she uh obviously loved Rhaegar cuz she ran off with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like you know so much that on Robert's wedding night he whispered Leona's name into Cersei's ear. Yeah. I guess oh yeah. I guess I oh, never yeah. really looked at it from that point of view as his, his whoremongering uh was essentially his coping mechanism. He couldn't mm-hmm. find happiness. He couldn't find yeah. that. And uh, well I never and, thought and, of it like that. And, and and what I was saying about them like I can imagine like on that night uh Ned went up with a girl, didn't do anything. You know, Ned's an honorable guy, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much left and she went with him and and Robert's like <laughs> right? And then it's like the next day they're riding off he's like, "How'd you sleep?" Fine. He's like, "Just fine." And then of course when it's all said and done, can imagine if Ned and Robert uh, you know, because what bastard, what woman would would would, would Ned have slept with, right? That a Shara Dane, and who's it, not in the show, right, right, right. But then if he's like, he's like, kind of imagine you'd have a bastard, who's you know who he goes, who's the mother, you know? He's like, remember that whore in what town? He goes, oh, I knew it, I knew I could break the honorable and, and, Ned Stark. and they they bring it up in their little dinner or yeah. lunch on the road back to King's Landing. He's like, I can just see him like slapping him on the back, going, "I knew I could break your fucking honor, you little bastard." You know, I, I just, I can, I, I can. Their relationship like, mm-hmm. is yeah. such like that that I could see that portrayal happening. But like, because Robert would have just fucking burnt down the whole fucking all, all seven kingdoms if he'd ever had an inkling of the truth. You know? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. What happened? She didn't actually love you. She didn't. She, she wasn't kidnapped. Rhaegar. She had a kid, and he's the heir to the throne. Yep, that Bub. would have drove him. He would have become the Mad King 2.0. He would have been nuts. But we were going to go through the list and go through a quick, yeah, uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. Who's gonna Who's gonna? Live, I might be skipping die. some of these people because sure, they, they're they're. As I said, this they've pretty, got what like, is called I, plot armor. No, I didn't even. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about like I saw like Robin Aaron. Oh, we're talking about people that are exclu- pretty much exclusive to the next episode at Winterfell. Yeah, and and you know, and and this could be pretty rapid fire. We don't have to go into full reason why they would die. Yeah, yeah. unless it's a good story. Edison Tollett, dead. He could die. Yeah, dead. Yeah, he dead. He is the commander, <laughs> Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. He's not got to place. Pie, <laughs> Robin Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Aaron is super interesting in the books in the way that he's got the same kind of telepathic powers that Bran does. Mm. Leanna Mormont? Leanna Mormont. She could. Mm. Live. I'll it, vote live. It would be impactful. If she it, died. It would. We've, they've, been, they've been building her up to be such a badass just, just with her words and her attitude. Mm-hmm. She is such a strong It presence. would be a powerful moment to see her laying on the ground dead. Yes. And for Jorah to see that. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, Gilly, she's there. I don't see any reason for her to die. No, no, no. Nope. Podrick dead, dead, really dead. We're never gonna find out what he did to those girls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of funny podcast reviewed, and they said uh, Podrick dies, but his dick stays alive for another three episodes. <sighs> and it, it, is... his dick becomes the three eyed raven, <laughs> <laughs> or the one eyed, one eyed raven. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, po- I think his death is really the dependent on on Brienne's death. Yes, I, think- I kind of maybe I'm being too too sensical with that because, but then again, it's like they've led you to believe that her character arc is done, so she could die. Maybe it's like he dies and she lives, and that's sort of like I the think tragedy that's of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Uh, I'll say live. So two dead, one left for you. 
Yeah, he's dead. He's he fucking dead. I think, I, he's I, dead. I think. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. Uh, Mira Reed, Barrick, Barrick Dondarrion, dead. dead. Yeah, he's gonna Fuck die. Dead as fuck. Uh, his, doing exactly what he wanted to do. He's, he wants he's, to die in the battle for the dawn. He is. He's gotten where he wants to be. He's mm-hmm. the the story has taken him where he needs to be. So yeah, he's dead. Uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sure, sure. She's she, doesn't, alive. she doesn't need to. She's not going to be seeing combat, but she's alive. I, yeah, I don't think her and Grey Worm will die. So that's my vote: is one of them will live and one of them will die. Well, guess what? Guess who's next? Grey Worm. He is dead. I, I, yeah, I think it'd be Grey Worm. I think so too. He is. He's dead. Uh, he he sealed his fate when uh, he straight up said. Oh uh, yeah, we, we'll we'll go to the we'll go to those beaches. I'll protect you. We're going to the Bahamas after this. Yep. yep. Uh, Gendry. I could see him dying. Uh, I, I can see him living. I I, I can see him being one, like among the survivors. I can see it going both ways because once again, I've I've seen it. I've seen the memes. It's like, uh, oh, um, let's join our houses. Stark he could be Baratheon. I think that Gendry could be a point of um, because he's fucking robert's kid mm-hmm. so he could be used as a plot point an argument and like to say like we don't need to worry about who's the fucking king i'm i could be the fucking king my dad fucking usurped your dad so yeah. i'm the one who gets yeah. the fucking throne or you get the throne or you it doesn't matter he could because gendry doesn't strike me as the guy who would or just giving away thrones <laughs> Right, he'd just be like, <laughs> "You get a throne, you get a throne." Right. Yeah, right. I think he he could be used as a plot point to argue against worrying about it. Like, think, well, who fucking cares? Yeah, we need to just get this job done. I think he can live or die. I think if he dies, then Arya's pregnant. That'd be yeah. weird. I don't see if, where that would go. If he but. dies, I think if if she's if he doesn't die, then she's cool. Um, hmm. I just want to see what what point an Arya pregnancy would just joining. It the would house. definitely change her. And, and and this is always with Arya. Like, there's always something that happens that kind of changes her trajectory for where mm-hmm. she's going. And her being pregnant and him dying, like, she's been living her life to this point, and it's like, wow, now it's different. Arya, Arya strikes me as the character who could be, because I, I bet we'll have at least a, a character or two who sees the madness of what's going on and dips. <laughs> and Arya strikes me as the person who could say, like, my whole fucking life has just fucking sucked. I've been running and running and fighting. I'm just getting the fuck out of here. I can see Arya being that person. Mm-hmm. So we got Tormund. Dead. Dead. Dead? Absolutely. He goes down taking a blow for Brienne. Or or, yeah. or or at least saving her from danger and then her letting her fall back. And then he goes down in a blaze of fucking glory. I can definitely see the blaze of glory. For sure. Did you say blaze of glory? Blaze of glory. I'm just being stupid. Blades of Glory was a really bad movie. Oh, Blade. <laughs> you said Blades. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was really stupid. If you can dream it, you can do it. Yeah. Uh, The Hound. No. 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 Nope. He lives. All right. Uh, oh, there, there's a character we have not talked about or She's seen. coming back. She and I think she's going to play, play a role. But I don't think she'll be there until after this episode. Yeah, she's not going to be there for this. Uh, Yeah. And I think her and Varys are going to die together. You think so? In some so, way or another. So then, therefore, um, Jorah? Jorah. Ooh. I, I could see Jorah dying. Jorah. I could see Jorah going down to save Daenerys. Yep. Like, yeah. There's yeah. that. There's the whole scene where, where John is in the Godswoods, right? Who else is going to be in the Godswoods? Bran. Who else is coming for Bran? Night King. Who's going to be with John? 
Daenerys, who's going to be there to, to take a javelin to the fucking heart? Jorah. Yeah. <laughs> Varys. And well, just he's like you there. said, I mean, uh, he's not there. He's, <laughs> he's gone. He's fine. He's doing what he does. I think he'll live for now. Varys is fine. Davos. Ah, I don't want him to. I want him to live, but there's, I mean, there's a good chance he could die. I don't want him to, but then everything's going to go to hell, uh, hell in a handbasket and he could end up dying. Yep. Uh, Sam will live. He's fine. He's yeah, he's fine. Want to know why? Because he's right in the whole thing. Sam's telling the story. Yep. yep. Sam ain't dying. Theon. Bye. Dead. He's dead. Goodbye, Bye. Felicia. He's dead. Brienne. I'm going with. I'm going with dead. I'm going with live. Her arc is done as fuck. She's she's gonna live. That's like your opinion, man. <laughs> She's going to live. Oh, see, I can see it going both ways, too, though. Because I can see her dying and then Podrick picking up uh, Oathbreaker. Ooh. Or Oathkeeper, I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, I can also see Podrick dying and then her seeing it and just being, like, devastated. And, like, yeah. the, and then running into a running into a suicide then, then she, kind of mission. Then she, she goes ham. Dying and then, yeah. And then, then she just goes ham. And then, and then Tormund. I mean, anyway. anyway. Jamie Lannister. Live. 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 Bran Stark lives. Dead. No. I think he lives. If Theon dies, Bran dies. No. I think I that's going to be. If it comes down it. to the nitty gritty, then th- Bran is going to warg into that fucking Night King. It's going to happen. No, I'm not saying that won't happen. But I'm saying Bran dies last 20 minutes of the episode. It's bold. I don't think so. And that, that's, that's going to be the, the fall of Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Winter will fell. <laughs> winter, yeah. winter rise. Yeah, no, whatever. Uh, and then they're gonna flee. They're gonna, they're gonna be forced to flee. This isn't the end of the 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 dead. They showed us too much. They, they showed us too much of Brand's power. We're gonna see. Oh, he's definitely gonna do something. His death is going to mean something. We're gonna sure. see some time traveling, war, some kind <laughs> of warging. He's going to do something absolutely wild that totally changes the game. And my poor little brain can't. Think of what it's going to be. Is he going to hold the door again? I think he'll live. Arya. Live. 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 Sansa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, She's in the crypts. I think the crypts are going to live. There is that scene of Arya running through the crypts. Mm -hmm. As though she's running, perhaps, to tell them that it's all going to shit. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Tyrion Lannister. He's going to live. Yeah. Yeah. I got my own theory about about how he ends up. Uh, Daenerys live. Yeah, yeah. Daenerys, John. They're gonna live. Yep, that's yep. that's the list. Yep, that's the list of all of the living people in Lan- in Lannister in <laughs> in uh, Lannisterville. Uh, Lannisterville. So. Called Lannispark. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is that was a fun little fun little exercise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, this next episode. It's gonna be wild. Ready. I'm not ready for it. Like emotionally, I, I don't think I am. It's gonna be, you know. So they said that one of these episodes is gonna be the longest running single ba- shot, single shot, or like not so it's my single shot, but the single, like longest on screen battle. Yeah. With all these characters, you can be bouncing back and forth in different parts of the battle. So yeah, is this it? Because this is not the longest episode. Of I mean, what else would it be? There's going to be – there might be some battle with whoever in the Lannisters, mm-hmm. but I think this – This is it. This is the fight that we've been hearing about. This Absolutely. is going to be the big fucking knockout fight. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was this little scene that kind of got 
brushed over and left to the wayside. But you you see uh, Brandon Tyrion, him sitting down with him, and and like, and then but you've had quite a journey. It's a long one. I've got time. Oh, well, it's like we're stuck in a in a castle and I mean, with middle winter, of winter, nowhere to go. Yeah, and, did, did, and then it cuts to something else. So that way, if Bran does die, did he end up telling Tyrion? in that amount of time enough information to carry that information forward. I mean, it's an interesting thought. I feel like they went out of their way this episode to paint Tyrion as some kind of strategic genius. And all he's really done is fuck things up. Well here lately, but then in the moment, and I brought this mm-hmm. up earlier this, this week, cause when yep. you have the battle at the Blackwater. Brilliant. Sure. Yeah. That was great. But like in the moment when it, when things are down and count, uh, you know, and, and, and it counts, he, when it's like time to think on your feet and make decisions, He's good at that. Yep. Everything that he's failed at so far is like planning ahead, doing that kind of stuff. It's he's like, trying to play the trying to play the game and stuff. That's yeah. weird. That's weird. He's not as good at playing the game as he is about we need to being more of a general. Like, yeah. like he's definitely Exactly. Hmm. And so can you imagine like you know, he's gonna be in the crypts. Is he gonna be the reason why he uh while things are going to shit, he gets up and he starts barking orders to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. You know? And he sort of like, you know, he could be the reason why they, the rest of them who live, live because he calls for a full retreat or whatever, sure. starts yelling stuff. And then, of course, they'll be like, wow, okay, finally, he's back. The genius is back. Yeah. Just in time for to celebrate that. Like, you really are useful. Because they rode that home this episode. Yeah, they did. Like, they did. Trust Tyrion. He's so intelligent. Like, <laughs> okay. He's kind of like he's a murderer and a whoremonger, and <laughs> he's done a lot of really terrible things. I guess mm-hmm. he's done a couple good things. Don't I love him as a character? Yeah, but yeah, man. I just I think he's gonna get that because then I have my own theory about what's gonna happen right after that. He he's gonna be appreciated so much, and then we still have that issue with Braun getting yeah. the, getting the crossbow. Do you think he's gonna do it? I think he'll kill Tyrion. You think? I think so. Because he's not, while he is friendly with them, Bronn is loyal to Coin. He always has been. So therefore, yeah. therefore, like he can be like, it's nothing personal. I'm sorry. And then what would that do to Jamie? Would that be the catalyst for Jamie to be like, can you imagine him stepping up to Bronn or like him finding out and Bronn's like, you're shit with a sword now? Yeah. You know, and then of course he ends up killing Bronn. Still mercs him. And, you know, with Jamie being furious. And then would that be the turning point for Jamie to go face to face with Cersei again? Yes. Ooh. That would be the one thing. Because they, they've already After talked about all it. this, there's, there, there's, there's got to be the one thing that convinces yeah. Jamie, like, you are irredeemable now. Yeah. Ooh, that's a fun theory. I don't know. That's just something I thought of the other day. And I'm like, because he, you know, they were talking like, no, no, Braun's not going to do it. Braun won't do it. I'm like, yes, he will. I think he will. I think uh, he is one of those guys. I'm going to do what he just did. <coughs> I'm following you right after. I don't think Braun's going to do it. He brought up a really interesting point, though. He might actually yeah. do it to someone like Tyrion. Jamie notices, and that is the straw that breaks the camel's and I, back. And, and that, that makes sense, yes. But at the same time, I just don't think he's going to do it. He has The only thing Braun has ever had loyalty to is money, Jamie, and, he, and Tyrion. Exactly. So he's going to decide. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? I think. If I, he makes it to. I don't think we're going to see Braun this episode. No. Oh, no. We don't need to. But. No, there's, that, 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 that would just distract us. 
that would that would be a giant distraction, and I don't I don't think so. No, Braun Braun's for episode four. Four. Yeah, I I think four or five. I I always got to remember that whatever's gonna happen is something that we're not gonna expect probably. Because I personally don't think uh, I don't think Braun would do it. But there's plenty of arguments that are like, no dog. He, 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 <laughs> he totally would. He totally no, would. I, I really, I mean, maybe maybe it's just wishful. God damn, what the hell just happened? Uh, I, my beer exploded oh, no. from the, like, I was just pouring it in the glass and just. Like, maybe I'm smashing a, through these, man. I, I smashed through the Pineapple Express. Like, damn, that was fast and smooth. I'm, I'm taking feel- my taking my time with the silver nuggets. No, that's a big boy. But, no, I. I Maybe it's just wishful thinking, and I'm just uh, head in the fucking clouds. But I don't think I don't think Braun would do it. Me neither. I don't I don't think he would do that for Cersei for any amount of gold. I think he would even more he would more likely just say, "Yeah, I'll do it. Take the gold and fucking." Because he could also then just tell them. Braun could just tell Tyrion or Jamie, like your sister wanted me to come down here and murder you guys. <laughs> With this. <laughs> yeah. And that would be something. Recognize that, this. And that could also prove to be the point that makes them go like, all right, maybe we should send someone down to King's Landing to deal with this stupid bitch. But I don't think the show is like necessarily like ever been designed to give you that kind of satisfaction or, or give you know. that good, that good of a good, good, a good. I mean, don't get me wrong. We've had a lot of amazing, like, fuck. Yeah. That's what I've always wanted mm-hmm. moments for like the last two seasons. And then how, how many times like, like going all the way back to the death of Ned. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Boom! You think, okay, he is, he is now. Here's Ned Stark, saying, "Yes, I plotted. I did this. I'm doing this to save, you know, saving his family. I'll take the black, blah blah blah, because he knows Rob will become Lord of Winterfell, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, no, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, we we're not accounting for Joffrey. You're right. <laughs> Joffrey, fucking wild card. <laughs> this is the same show that gave us the Red Wedding. Yeah. You know, yeah. so do not even think for a second that Tyrion is safe. You, Motherfucker you're, could die. And episode, you know, like, at the end of episode four, he could be like, ah, you know what? The thing is. Wasn't so bad. <laughs> I think I think I've told you, like, I, I no, I, it was uh, this week's episode of Podcastrophe. I straight up said, like. Uh, all these theories and like speculation of like who's gonna die, and and all of these things. And I'm not just talking Game of Thrones. I'm talking, mm-hmm. I'm talking uh, Avengers Endgame. I'm talking Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. I, as much as I, I would love to theorize and speculate and what's gonna happen. Like at the same time, I'm I don't believe I'm gonna be mad at any outcome or any mm-hmm. thing that actually happens. Like Game of Thrones is notorious for killing off. Your happiness, absolutely. <laughs> they they Game of Thrones loves killing your joy, <laughs> and they have not. They done don't that. disappoint when it comes to killing your joy. They haven't done that for a while either. No, they haven't. So, like, I think no matter what happens, like, no matter what, like, okay, yeah, I can sit and say all day, Bronn's not going to kill Jamie or Tyrion, but if he ends up doing it, I'm not going to be terribly surprised. I'm not going to be surprised or pissed. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to be pissed at any of this. You, like you said, there that this is going to be a bittersweet ending. I don't think I'm going to be pissed about it, regardless, because mm-hmm. as long as it evokes some f- sort of emotion, like guess fuck, I'm pissed. 
as long as it evokes some sort of emotion, I am satisfied with this show. Just like just like with Breaking Bad, with Sons of Anarchy. Breaking Bad was such a beautiful ex- example of how TV should be, though. Yes. Didn't overstay its welcome for one fucking second. No. And, and I think that there are definitely parts in the whole fucking, uh, what are we at, season eight? Mm-hmm. There's definitely parts that could have been, you know, flossed up a bit. There was none of that with Breaking Bad. Every single second of every single episode mattered. It mattered. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm I'm glad you put it like that. Yeah. Not to get into a Breaking Bad discussion, we could make a podcast about that or a short podcast about that one. That'd be uh, fun. But but, but yeah, I'm, but th- there were definitely parts in Game of Thrones where you're like, this is not necessary. Yeah. You know, we don't really need this. We could have filled this space with more interesting plot points. Do you remember that episode that was – it was just an episode. I can't remember what happened in the episode, but at the very end of the episode, they outroed it with, like, flogging Molly or Dropkick Murphy or something oh, like that. It was just, like yeah. – it was just so out of left field. Like, you're not used – you're used to, like, the hard, the hard cut stop. Mm-hmm. And then it just – it hard cut stops, but you hear fucking punk rock Irish music. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it's like, What? Wait, that's almost like that Breaking Bad episode that starts with the whole Heisenberg music video. Yeah, mm. <laughs> fucking knife party. Yeah, <laughs> ba, 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 bonfire. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that real hard. But I'm really glad the way you the way you said uh, every every second of every moment of Breaking Bad mattered. Mm-hmm. There was there's it, no fluff. Not not that you said uh, it was amazing or like. Was good. It was just because no, there were boring episodes. But every season one is rough to get through. It's got some high points, but it's the beginning comparatively to the uh, rest of it. It's just it's a build up. It's a build it's up. It's so hard to get people into Breaking Bad because they have to get through the first season, which was affected by the writer strike. You gotta remember that too. Mm, true, and, but people people want immediate satisfaction all the time. Mm-hmm. And first season's not bad. It's just build up. It's it's building yeah. up what's going yeah. on because you yeah. need to get to season two. And you know the whole greatness, the whole over, over the whole like artistic overarching stuff with the beginning and the the pool and the, the the bear and everything, and then it all leads up to him watching Jane die. No, no Jane. one's interested in watching a show about a teacher that doesn't have enough insurance to pay for his fucking cancer treatment. That's just everybody's daily life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and it gets, and I don't know, it get, it gets just wild, and it doesn't. It's a roller coaster going up, and it goes up for seasons. It doesn't go up and down. Mm-hmm. It's just building and building and building, yeah. and it just. What I liked about Breaking Bad though is that, like in that last season, it almost seems like it could have been two full seasons of that. But I liked the abruptness of it because that is such real life. How quickly shit goes downhill and goes completely out of control mm-hmm. and, 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 and where else in, in, in any kind of show, but that show for that to happen. That never, never, ever disappointed. No, I am disappointed with episodes of game of Thrones. I was never once ever disappointed with breaking bad. It was always just like, <laughs> fuck. I was, I was disappointed with the fly. You didn't like the fly. Okay, I hate that was it. about that was like super super artistic. Like, I hated that episode. Ago. I like moments in the episode. See, I think that episode is so funny. 
to me, that's like old school comedy. Mm-hmm. We finally get a comment an hour and a half in. It's Jennifer Wheeler not talking about Game of Thrones, given we're not talking about it either. Right. <laughs> but she says, anyone seen the show Sneaky Pete? No. You know what? That's uh, That has uh, <laughs> uh, Brian Cranston in it. It's on Amazon. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's like a new show with him. I have seen stuff on it, okay. and I cannot tell you. You get exactly a pass on this, about. Jennifer. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it is kind of related. I, <laughs> you get a pass. <laughs> I've heard it's pretty decent, but I haven't actually looked into it. It's one of those things, just haven't had time or the care to. Maybe you know, maybe one of those days I'll actually look up a thing on YouTube. Is this worth watching? Right. You know? mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Cause I got gotcha. tons of things to watch. Right. Tons of things. People are like, you gotta watch this. <laughs> So are we through Game of Thrones? You know what? Or do we have any final thoughts? Uh, like, are we going to start rating the episodes? Like, should that be a thing for this series? Not yet. Maybe near. Maybe once we get more into it, we, just, kinda, we only rate to, the last episode. <laughs> it's only. It's kind of hard to rate these first two episodes because they're they're such character driven episodes mm-hmm. and in moments. Just like we said before, it, it's like the moment before the suicide mission. It's the it's the 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 calm before the storm, and you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna get like in the next episode. I have no doubt this episode's gonna start with, they're here, yep, and it's like, oh no, scrambling the troops. All you know? of a sudden, it's like now they're over here. Now here's Brienne. Oh, now here's the Hound. Oh, now here's Arya. Okay, we're gonna now, get we're, we're gonna get like a half an hour of posturing. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I know. I, I know. Because well, that's how long it would fucking take with all the characters that are there. I know they do, but uh, hopefully and they're they different can positions. Some, hopefully they can do some quick cuts because we we've already seen from that one little uh, catch that montage of that on the front lines. We have Brienne. We have uh, Jorah. <laughs> you know, we have probably have a Grey Worm out there. You know, probably uh, Tormund, and then of course. The whole uh, flow of the battle. I look forward to next week to talking about it and dissecting it because it's going to be a lot to digest. Oh yeah, I haven't rewatched an episode uh, uh, before, like you know, talking about it because mm-hmm. how we've been doing it, me and my wife, we've been rewatching the episode before the next episode airs, so it's yeah. quite fresh in your mind, right? Everything. But that episode, been, I may have to watch again before we talk about. I've it. I've just been watching it, obviously live, and then next day I'll watch it again. Mm-hmm. And then I'm I'll not just wa- keep talking. I've not rewatched this one yet, but I've listened to all my re-watch favorite people it. talk about it. Rewatch it. There was there's like maybe one or two things I missed because I'm I'm usually pretty good about not missing little things, but there's like one or two things I missed. And uh, you know, we actually didn't talk about the Jorah and, and the other Mormon, other than like just grazing over. We didn't it. talk about the Sansa Daenerys. Which well, hold is, on. Eh. Well, then really quick here because it's there. I liked how they how they had that because mm-hmm. the way that Lyanna talks to Jorah isn't so much of a. Uh, you're, you're, you're a disgrace, yeah, house and everything like that. It's cool. It's really yeah. cool because he's telling her, "No, you're not fighting." She goes, "I pledge to fight, damn it, I'm fighting." Right. And then, uh, then we get the scene with Sam giving hard space immediately after to Jorah, and Jorah now has a Valyrian steel sword, which is cool, but doesn't all the people, all the people all. that need Valyrian steel have Valyrian steel yeah. for the yeah. most part. Handing out those legendary weapons, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it was it was a cool moment because uh, uh, John tried to give Longclaw to him. Exactly. And then he's like, "No, yeah. I don't deserve it." And and that that was honestly in in tribute to um, Mormont. Yeah, J.R. Mormont. Yeah, 
his dad. Yeah, his dad. G or I, I, I guess I never knew his first name. Like it's always called J E O R G O R. Yeah, like. But then the Sam with, also in tribute said, "Your father taught me all that I know how to be a man. All yeah. that I know about being a man and honor." <laughs> Tarly, I forbid you to die. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The Lord Commander decrees it. <laughs> yep. No, I thought that's awesome because, you know, with all these characters, you know, the characters coming from overseas, coming into Westeros, you have all these characters. You know, that's one thing that show when it was first sold to me way back when was the pairings that they have, the the on-screen chemistry that these characters have. Mm-hmm. And we still get that because then we had the whole thing with Sam and Jorah. And then that comes back into play, of course, in the, in the last episode where Jorah's like bringing Daenerys like, hey, this guy saved my life right here. She's like, I executed your father and brother. Yep. And Jorah's like, wow, way to drop the ball on the guy that just saved my life. What about first impressions? Do you have any fucking idea, <laughs> yeah. Daenerys? Oh, that's another thing, too. There's a, the little scene with but Daenerys. That was, hold on. That was that was really cool that she just, like, she could have just hid that. She could have just not said a word about she, it. Yeah, she kind of Jon Snowed that at that moment. <laughs> She did. She, and, he's uh, really rubbing off on her. Hey, and that's cool. That 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 is cool. That like, she 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 could have hid that, and yeah. she could have been like, "Fuck." So Daenerys, feel bad about that. In this episode, of Daenerys is also really, uh, you know, tearing down Tyrion. Like, you're a piece of shit. Why did I even choose you? And then there's the whole scene with Jorah where he's like, "Look, there's so many times I wanted to throw him out the boat. <laughs> he wouldn't shut up." But he's a smart guy. But he's I. Right. And then she kind of she kind of says, "Hey, bro, I'm sorry. My bad. You're actually very needed." In that, in the little um, like strategy Deciding where everyone the, gets the, to the, go. The, the oh, strategy that, meeting, yeah. The strategy meeting that, and I wanted to bring that up just just to point this out. Think about how many main characters are on the same scene in the same scene mm-hmm. on screen at once. Mm-hmm. How often does that ever happen in this show to have that many pivotal characters? And, and we thought the Westerosi right. Avengers was crazy. I know this is even beyond <laughs> that because they're all there together. You know, everybody. Uh, like there's only a chosen few who aren't sitting in that meeting, but there's a lot of main characters that this story has followed mm-hmm. that are that are in that. And and I really enjoyed that. That was almost like when that came up, I'm like. On the center point, like, oh, it's everybody. <laughs> awesome. Even if even if somebody doesn't really have something to say, they're there. It, it was yeah. Something really cool. It, it, we've come so far, and so many characters have that were once so spread out are now so near and dear to each well, other. And that leads to the different pacing for the first two episodes, mm-hmm. like where like a lot of these scenes would take episodes to take place. Yeah. They're like they're back to back. Like I said, oh, three man, that's kind of like row. last season. Yeah, well, three scenes in a <laughs> row with Jamie, and then you have like all these different like like Daenerys, Daenerys. It's like from from the scene with Daenerys and Tyrion. It's Daenerys and Jorah, then Daenerys and Sansa, in which that was a good scene in itself with like those two having like one on one time, trying to like get on certain like. I can't believe he trusted her. You shouldn't have trusted her either. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you right. There's the line where it's like you know. A, where Daenerys kind of mentions Drogo in a way, like taller. He used to have a real beefy guy. Yeah. He ripped oh. his tongue out for me. <laughs> but. It was cool hearing uh, interviews after the show talking about like, we're talking about like all these characters who haven't seen each other before being in the same scene. But you don't consider that like, uh, 
Kit Harrington and Amelia Clark have never filmed together. Yeah. So he mentioned that that like when so when she was coming to shoot the northern scenes, that was Kit Harrington's place. Daenerys had never been to these remote locations, mm-hmm. so you were getting to actually introduce characters to things that they'd never seen before. Yeah, you know, and even even last season when Daenerys and Jon Snow were on Dragonstone, that was that was unfamiliar territory for Daenerys too. Mm-hmm. She was and John. Yeah. John oh yeah. Been so down to Dragonstone? No, he's never been that far south. No. He's only known the north. If that's one fucking thing the Starks know, it's don't fucking go south. No, yeah. don't he's, go south. He's we only always kno- die. <laughs> he's only known the north and the true north. Yeah, true north. Yeah. <laughs> he's that been fucking, up there. That was such a magical montage where the boys go north. <laughs> that's what happens when the boys go out. You end up in the middle of a frozen lake <laughs> with a fucking army of the undead surrounding you. Fight a fucking dollar for every time that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Oh. Ended up a little too north. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink this next drink this next sip or drink whatever you want to call it in honor of Thoros. Oh, I don't have a drink. Yeah, I'm out. But you can give me another. drink. How did you enjoy that? It was all right. Yeah, yeah. It, right. It, I mean, Nick will agree. I'm not the biggest fan of that style. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I am getting more into stouts, milky stout, milky stouts. Um, it, was, it was very sippable, yeah. Yeah, I can sit here and sip on it. We're just, not here to talk about beer. That's for no, Brews with yeah, Dudes. It, it, wrong show. <laughs> Shout out, Bug, Bruce with which dudes. we're very excited to do all of these shows live at LaFeeCon. Oh yes, we're doing a Dungeons with Dudes episode. We're doing Brews with Dudes. Brews with Dudes. Tyler and I are going to do a Star Wars panel. Hmm. Hmm. If, if Brandon shows up, he needs to be on that. I'm yeah. just saying. I'm just saying. We're just going to Star Wars chat for awesome. a very long time. Awesome. Yeah, Life Comes this weekend for the live listeners. So Check it out. Saturday and Sunday. It's like, what, five bucks to get in? Yep. A That's couple of bad. us are dressing up. That's not bad at all. You, you, should, you should do Drogo again. This would be the time. <laughs> this would be the time. Yeah. I rocked it pretty well, but I was like 30 pounds thinner last time I put it on. But you still got the hair. I still got the hair and everything. The else. hair's probably even longer. Belly. Yeah, the hair's definitely longer. No. Maybe I'll pull out the Drogo. Well, do we think we covered it? I think we got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Definitely looking forward to next week. Yep. It's For only sure. me too. A couple I, days away now. I want to just say, like, I think it's. Uh, I was thinking about this a, a couple minutes ago. I think it's so cool that me as a as a watcher, I started watching uh, Game of Thrones just as season four was ending. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you started around the same time, correct? Yep. But you yep. had been reading the books? No. I no? Watched, I saw, okay. I got into it right at the end of season four, slammed the first four seasons. Then, same. Then immediately picked up the book. So, goddamn, we started at the exact same October time. October after season four is when I started this. Wow, we all started roughly the same time. And That's then crazy. I, I, I did not know that. I thought you guys were like super fans before. No. no. I became a super fan after reading the books. Okay. And I read all the books before season five started. So I read. Wow, you powered them. Yeah, he I did. I read thousands of pages I was there. in less than a year. Because I was, I was in. I fucking, I loved I it so much. I remember living at Doom Room HQ. Just, and just coming downstairs and seeing Nick, you know, just reading for the day. 
And I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to read a book too. And what was I reading? Some stupid five finger death punch book. God. That damn. I never finished. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we never had like. If only their story ended as quick as yours did. But <laughs> God damn. Uh, I never, we never really had HBO. And then we ended up getting stopped by one of those Comcast douchebags at Walmart. Mm. Hey, 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 what do you have? You. <laughs> and then he's like, well, uh, like, do you have, uh, do you have internet? Yeah, actually. And then that's when he found out that we were still paying like a lot more for an internet speed. They don't offer anymore, <laughs> but, wow. we, but they didn't bother to tell us that, that we were just grandfathered no, into this course not. speed. But because of that, he got us all set up with like, uh, you know, it was like, well, we could have this deal. And then for two years, you have this price. And for a full year, you have free HBO. He goes, that is my gift to you since you guys went so long. And you guys didn't know. And so there I'm sitting there with, with HBO. And sometimes it's so hard to get the wife to want to watch anything. That's how we started watching Breaking Bad. I just started watching Oh, I'm it. trying to get Miranda into Breaking Bad. But like with Game we of Thrones. We watched episode one. Like if I bring it up, I'll. A tough sell. Sometimes I'll get a no or whatever. That, the same with Walking Dead when that first started. I had to start it by myself. And then she saw it and maybe started over. With Game of Thrones, I literally just started it like on, like on demand. She goes, what are you watching? I'm like, Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. I forced Miranda, much like Breaking Bad, but Mar- like we stuck with Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and I, f- I forced her. I, I had talked like, to Nick Torres, going. who is the you know one of the namesakes of this podcast that's never been on this <laughs> podcast. Uh, yeah, but uh, I talked to him first. I'm like, I've been wanting to watch it. He goes, I completely recommend it, and can't wait to talk to you after you've watched some. So it's funny because as I was watching, I was working with him almost every day and we would have like a full podcast breakdown of where I was at and what I had watched. And it was cool for him because like he hadn't watched any since season four had ended and he hadn't gone back and rewatched since maybe season three or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so like almost been a year. So going back to where I was, he's like remembering things and talking about things. And it was really cool. And it, I got to do that leading up and then to where I was, you know, mm-hmm. caught up, all mm-hmm. caught up with season five and everything. And of course, like it's, it's hard to say for a show like this, what season is the, been the best season. Uh, yeah. I can almost tell you what my least favorite is. And that's five. Yeah. Five. Because it's a lot of favorite. positioning, a lot of just moving, just Given. changing the changing, you know, shifting characters mm-hmm. to totally different areas. To season, get where we are now. Season yeah. five is a much better rewatch than it is a watch. Is it? Because when I went to to rewatch, I was like, we don't have enough time to start it all over. I'm like, I'm just going to start with six because I know what happens. And six is where shit really picks up. Yeah. And gets us to where we are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I can almost say that I think, like, season four was just amazing. Yes. So yep. many things <laughs> in season four were just top notch. I mean, yep. the battle at the wall. Then you had, like, uh, you know. The Viper in the Mountain. The, the Viper in the Mountain. The holy crap. That was the... I mean, that's where I decided I was going to start watching. I was spoiled about two <laughs> things before I even started the show. When the show started, the article I read, I'm like, what's this show? Mentioned the death of Jon Snow because it was just in the book, right? Yeah. Because they're yeah. talking about characters and like, it'd be interesting what happens to these characters since they die. And I went, and I didn't even know what they're talking about. And then yeah. all these years later, I kind of forgot about it until it was leading up. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot he dies. I said that to myself. I didn't say it to my wife because she's like, and I'm like, Leading up right to that scene, I'm like, I bet he dies here. <laughs> I was totally caught off guard with the Jon Snow dying. I yeah. hadn't had that spoiled at all until I read it. And then I was like, and it is the last 10 pages of the last book released. So you're like, what the fuck? 
I and knew, that's it. I was spoiled about Ned dying, and that's the one that I remembered when we started. That's why I started, because it was Sean Bean dies and everything. Right. Well, uh, <laughs> that wasn't exactly what it was, but right as soon as we started, I'm like, okay, these characters. And I'm trying to remember, like, because I've read that article like three or four years ago at that point, right? Right when the show was getting ready to start. And I'm like, okay, so then he dies at some point. So, like, of course, I didn't know when or where or when it would be. So, it, like, it was still a surprise. And then, of course, the show blew up, like, with the Red Wedding. And Didn't it, expect that one either. And I was then, sitting there just talking with people, and it was, like, corner of my eye. I'm like, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Because fucking so many main characters die so quickly. <laughs> so, like, I, I didn't know what it was, and I didn't know. I, all I, all I knew heard. that it was bad. All so I heard that was I Red Wedding. That's I. No one said it was bad. No one said it was good. I just heard Red Wedding. I saw just enough. Just wait till you see the Red Wedding. I saw enough article headlines to know that this was bad, and I knew whenabouts when it was. So like watching it, you know, for the first time going through, it's like okay, it's near the end of season three, and we're like, do 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 do. I had no idea. Up, and I had no sudden, idea. All of a sudden, they start talking about a wedding. I'm like, oh, Uh-oh. all right, so something bad's gonna happen here. I didn't know it was going to be that bad. So the way I, I watched bad. Game of Thrones, <laughs> Rob, he let me borrow all of his mm. DVD collections. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I, I want to start watching Game of Thrones. So he's like, here's the first two seasons. Hey, I'm through those. Here's se- All right, here's season three. Sweet. Season four just ended. Torrented that shit. Oh, yeah. Man, and that yeah, that, that was like... I basically watched most of it a little bit before that summer shutdown and then the rest of that summer shutdown. And then shortly after that, I moved into your place. <laughs> so and then we had to, and then I had to wait a whole year and for season five. Did you guys have like watch parties? Oh season? yeah. We've had one. I don't, think I, since. I don't think I watched. I've ever watched game of Thrones with you. That's weird. Yeah. We have, we have watch parties, every but I think Cody year. may have been watching it while I was living there. No, Cody and I were watching it together. Okay, so I I, I did get a little rewatch action at that time. Because uh, one of those things that he wasn't really into either, and I was like, no, dude. The, I think the only thing I really watched while I was there was Sons of Anarchy. Great show. I still no, haven't seen I, we the... Watched, uh, I watched it end with you. That was a good one. I haven't seen the new stuff, the Mayans. That's a, that's out? Apparently. Fuck. Apparently it's good, too. <laughs> Sweet. I, I want to watch that. Me, too. Uh... Have you watched any Better Call Saul? Uh, I didn't watch any of the last season. I I I I gave up on uh, the whole uh, I have a fire stick and it's hacked thing. Mm-hmm. I gave up on it. I sold my fire stick. Don't do it anymore. Better uh, Call Saul is really good. And there's lots of people. I'm just, I'm just waiting are... for it to hit Netflix. It's on Netflix. Four is. Oh no, new season. I don't know. I need I need four, which they usually throw shows up. Right before that. Right before the new season. I wonder if they've got a clear end in sight. Unlike, Six. Unlike Six. the CW shows, they throw it up like right when, like right after the end now, right? Yeah. CW. Because yeah, that's all like in late May that you got like all the CW shows. But CW, you can get the CW app and hey, watch all that all right. for free, which is what yeah. I do. Let's, let's. We're off Game of Thrones. We're let's off get Game of here. Thrones. Yep. But I, I wanted to say, I think it's so cool that like I just started a show mid-series. And now uh, we're doing a podcast about it, <laughs> like about it's the really, final real season. It's really good oh, stuff. It, it, and like that just go—that's a testament uh, to how much 
not only we love it, but how just good it is. No matter and what the fucking haters say. This is just episode two of six, and I'm very excited to keep it going. There's going to be tears. Absolutely. Uh, and this show, I'm sure, will be revived if there's ever another Game of Thrones oh, they're type already, show. Yeah. They're already talking yeah, about the they spinoffs. Are. They were talking about the spinoffs like three seasons ago. Yeah, it's happening. There's at least <laughs> there's at least two of them. Yeah. So. so, without further ado, this has been Game of King Chairs. You can check it out every Thursday live, and then we're dropping it on Fridays. We're dropping it on Fridays. The audio. The audio form. And you can check that out on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher Radio. Uh, Brandon, thank you for joining us. Awesome. It's and glad to be here. I'll be here next week. I do. Fuck, yeah. I'm already yeah. planning on it. And Sweet. check out Game Addicts Podcast, which yes. he is host of. Yes, please do. On all those things and more, just search Game Addicts Podcast on your favorite podcast provider. And... You get all your nice pro audio, dude. I'm well worded, fucking pro <laughs> on all your podcast providers. We are live every single Wednesday on twitch.tv slash Game Addicts Play, as well as our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Check out all of our social medias at Game Addicts Play, as well on as the Thursdays the audio and Friday. If you missed our live stream, our beautiful faces are available to you on our YouTube channel. Please check that out. That is your one stop shop for all of your Game Addicts content, including audio and video podcasts, as well as our gameplay videos as well. Damn. I really don't know who's better, you or Nate. Just sold the shit <laughs> it's, it's, out of it. It's that. one of those things where, like, you know, you just get used to doing it, and you get you, you get a way of saying it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it threw me off because there for a while we switched every other every other week, you know, for recording because uh, of, of the whole, like, surgery and stuff with Mike. So I kept flubbing myself. I'm like, we are live each and every other, other week. week. <laughs> <laughs> I had to tell myself that. Oh. But thank you guys so much for having me on. Oh, I'll of course. Next week. Can't wait to see hear you back. Here again, uh, we need to get John for an episode. He is. He said this week's not good for me. I'm like, what week is? Like, you better be there next week. You he says be- that, and then he says like, no, next week is what I want to be on. Next like, week, next week we will have Mr. Ryan Strasma. No shit. Yes, Mr. Ryan Strasma awesome. is going to be joining. Are us. we going to get like a live like bass intro? We might. Hell yeah. <laughs> get him to get him to boo 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 boo. Oh, awesome. I can't wait. Nick, thank you for co-hosting the shit out of this. We 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 co-hosted the shit out of this episode, <laughs> <laughs> and of course we can check you out where, uh, all over the place. We're on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes, Dungeons with Dudes. Um, we're on all all the places: Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, your other podcast providers. <laughs> <laughs> and you can catch us, uh, Brews with Dudes and Dungeons with Dudes. Uh, we'll live stream <laughs> sporadically. But our audio always goes up on Saturdays for brews and Sundays for dungeons. And of course, you can check out Podcastrophy every Tuesday live on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube, and in audio form on Thursdays on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Podbean on the Podcastrophy feed. And then, of course, you got the Journey into Comics feed, which that's ton of shows amazing shows what such as nick's shows a cavalcade a, a cavalcade of eclectic podcasts Ooh, that that is us <laughs> and we're on thursdays there too as well but uh if if you're hearing this right now that means you're on the podcast feed you've already subscribed to us so head on over to journey into comics subscribe to them they deserve it you know you like like brandon just said a cavalcade of, of amazing ecle- shows of eclectic podcast <laughs> whatever you want <laughs> What do you, what you, are you into? We got it. Oh, yeah. We, we definitely do. So if that is all, that is all. Thank you guys for listening. 
And we'll see you next time <laughs> on another episode of Game, Game of King Chair. That's my trim picking. <laughs> <laughs> Mouth. Mouth trim pick. Bye, guys. <laughs>